But anyway, welcome to the TMI stream, Whitney. We're very happy you're here. Um, yeah, basically, uh, the way this is going to work is I like to treat it as more of a conversation than an actual like interview. Um, just because it's more fun that way. That way, if um, if you have any sort of questions you have for me, then ask away. Like I said, it's going to be more of a conversation, and hopefully, we're going to have some fun times and not accidentally ignite a debate in the Discord again. But you know, <laughs> you know, it happens. It's okay. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I don't think anybody else's stream kicks off this much of a debate. (laughs) Can I just throw in my two cents about the most current, maybe the most current debate? I'm not, I'm going to be honest and say I'm not the greatest at keeping up with the Discord. Mm -hmm. However, um, the last debate that I knew was happening was the the, um, Pop-Tart debate. (laughs) Uh, The great Pop-Tart debate. (laughs) That the best Pop-Tart is obviously cinnamon obviously Ooh. Um, that's that's so, valid yeah i mean it's like the og it's yeah like, honestly it's like you really wanted waffles or like not waffles um what's it called it's my favorite breakfast thing and i can't think what it's called right now oh uh, what a mood. Uh, <laughs> uh what's that french toast oh i was gonna say french God. toast <laughs> <laughs> um but like you didn't have time to make French toast, yeah, and so you grabbed a cinnamon pop tart, mm. popped it in the toaster, and it's nice and gooey, and it's like French toast light, you know, it's Ooh. the best. Oh, that's that's actually a genius way to think about that. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> Dang! Now that now that's all I'm gonna think about if I ever eat. <laughs> Brown sugar cinnamon pop tart. Um. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's like once you think that, you can't unthink it. Yeah. Um. I'm I'm happy to report that Nate said that that is an acceptable close second. <laughs> oh, well, Nate's wrong about a lot of things in life. So, <laughs> Whitney, no, I don't want any more controversy, please. <laughs> Nate knows Dang. that I love him. I knew I should have put hot takes in the title again. I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Big oof. Uh, Man, see, you know, sometimes I see the debates that come from me asking just like random questions on this stream. And I'm like, who I really don't want to ask somebody else that question because I don't like I said I don't want to start beef in the discord but also there's a part of me that's like wait what if I did just for fun what if you just started every TMI with like (laughs) the debate question Whitney what's your thoughts on corn in a bowl (laughs) oh for sure on the cob I forgot that that was a thing yeah no there's like there's a corb command now too it's like I gotta I gotta put it in there because it's really funny. It's oh literally God. just all hail the corb. Um, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, 
I I still laugh though because like one of my older brothers literally sent a meme about corn into our family group chat while this debate was happening in the Discord, and he had no idea. Like he's not in the Discord; he doesn't know. And he just sends this corn meme, and I'm like, "Huh? <laughs> like, he had no idea. Did someone tell like, you? <laughs> he just like felt it." In the you know in the eververse, he was like, "Oh, it's a there's a corn thing going on, and I just need to send something about corn." Yeah, he's like, "I can sense that there's a discussion happening on corn right now." Like, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'm like, I don't really know how he does that, but he he does. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would. I'm so sorry. I'm, I don't mean to switch back to this, but I would just like to say, I humbly will admit, I, I was a little too spicy. Okay. Spicy Sanchez comes out sometimes. That's what I tell my kids. Spicy so we Sanchez. play this game at the beginning of the year as a teacher, and I, my like descriptor word is always mm-hmm. spicy so i'm spicy sanchez because i don't this let them is, call me by my first name this is why we're best friends with me. <laughs> <laughs> um so sorry spicy sanchez came out a little <laughs> nate is is wrong about a lot of things just like we all are it's really kind of i think that's what maybe i meant i don't know it came out too spicy but <laughs> nate is also like one of my favorite human beings that is one of david's friends it mm-hmm. like ever so I, I think he knows how much I love him, but I just need to like <laughs> put that back out there as well. Everybody's okay. showing up in chat now. Dang. All right. <laughs> I see how it is. You guys all come from the, for the Whitney content. You know what? I respect it. I'm not even mad. <laughs> I figured this would happen. Well, I was hoping this I, would well, happen. You know, I, it's exciting because some of, some of the people who found um, I guess they found just plain Dave before it was uh, CGN, mm-hmm. and some of the people who found it or became friends with David because of me, which I love. We love I sharing love friends. That. So, um, like, little do you guys know that I was friends with uh, Jack first, mm. so I get to claim that. Which is <laughs> you need to hold that over Dave's head. <laughs> I do indeed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Oh yes. man! You know, yeah. Like I don't know. I Zach and I also like kind of unintentionally. I feel like ended up sharing a lot of friends, mm-hmm. which was really interesting just because like he and i are four years apart so like how is it that we would share friends but you know it's it's worked out really well i'm i'm happy to say that most of the friends that we do share are the homies in the discord and like in (laughs) the destiny clan that we're in it's it's great like i i'm still I, I will forever be grateful to Zach because he gave me his old Xbox so I could play Destiny because all of all of his friends that he would like raid with and everything, I I would like sit next to him while he was raiding and he would just be like, Ooh, 
you know, you, you should play this game. And I'm like, mm, I don't have an Xbox. Like, I'm not buying an Xbox. And all of his friends would be like, no, 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 you should do it. Or like, you know, when he gets a new one, you can have his old one. And so, like, the whole reason that I know Dave is because Zach gave me his Xbox so I could play Destiny. And that was how I met Dave. And it's kind of wild to think about it. (laughs) That's so wild. But it's so, like, perfect. Yeah. It just, like, it's not like he gave it to you with the intention in mind that that was going to, like, that you were going to find a community or that, like... I don't think he could have, known. like, he couldn't have known that this was going to happen because I didn't know. (laughs) 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 Like, this was not in my plans at all. (laughs) Like, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm content with being a moderator for the stream. Like, that's, that's my thing. And, and so it was just kind of wild because it's like, wow, I have been playing video games with all the homies for like a little over a year now. And a lot has happened in that time. But it's been really good. Yeah. I I feel like the world has happened a lot, but I feel like, I feel like you, well, I, I don't. To be honest, I don't know you, Gabby, as well as I wish I did. I know. But we're getting there. (laughs) You know what? We're best friends already, but we're going to like reinforce that because we're going to actually be best friends. And I'm I'm really excited about this. (laughs) Like Dave literally texted me. He was like, Whitney wants to talk more and like actually be friends. And I'm like, I would love that. (laughs) say say nothing more like I am on board I'm not gonna lie he I think the the minute he met you he was like yeah this is like I'm shipping you and Gabby as best friends like that this is happening and I'm gonna make it happen and I'm gonna do everything I can to make this happen and I'm I'm like so here for it so girl same (laughs) (laughs) um Dave's laughing in chat. I love this. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, ooh, also, really quickly, um, thanks, Angus, for gifting a sub. We appreciate you. That was really sweet. Um, Dude, so Angus you. is like Angus the is real the ultimate MVP. hype man. <laughs> he is, isn't he? <laughs> like I literally like I have never talked to him, but like everything that I see of him, I'm like I like this guy he is a natural hype man it's it's incredible i like i i thought i was pretty good at like hyping people up (laughs) and like i am like i've been told i am but like angus is just like on another level of hype (laughs) and i'm like i i don't think i could ever come close to this like there's so much hype (laughs) you know he's just like it He kind of reminds me a little bit of, my David would probably agree, but he kind of reminds me a little bit of my Mm. brother-in-law. Brother-in-law is just like, he has this personality where he gets so like passionately into anything that you're passionate about. Yeah. Like that's just his personality. Like he's like, oh, you like chocolate on your strawberries? Like, oh my gosh. Tell me 10,000 things about chocolate on your strawberries and like 
keep telling me forever for the rest of your life, every time you see me and I'll be excited about it still. And yep. I feel like that's Angus. That like is, that is Angus. <laughs> that is Angus to a T. <laughs> like, I just, yeah. he's dying right now because he also is <laughs> too humble to admit that this is him, but it is. <laughs> like, seriously though, Angus, if I have to claim, like, if I have to accept people calling me a giga goddess at Destiny, you gotta claim this, homie. Like, <laughs> claim it. Like, okay. we're, we're okay. claiming things. <laughs> this is the year of claiming our accomplishments and Love. qualities. Love. Like, mm, heck yeah. Um, yeah. Let's see. I think... Okay. Hmm. Sorry. No, I, I remember the thing that I wanted to say, and I think yeah. that this is just like... I've been thinking about this for a while. So the mm -hmm. um, you were saying that like you just were able to find so many people um, and share so many friendships with your brother, right? Yeah. And he's four years older, which like in school time, like that's a lot, right? Yeah. Then you like become an adult and that's like nothing. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like a big thing about having an, an online community is that like age doesn't matter, you no. know, um, that like it, it's so much about having the passion for the same things, mm -hmm. um, that like it, it doesn't matter. And therefore you are able to share a lot of friends and stuff. And I just, I, that's something that I love. Um, I think I it's really neat that that's, that that's that's yeah. a thing that doesn't really matter when it comes to online communities, like you said. Just like having the shared values and like the similar passions for things, like that's that's one of the biggest things that I love about the Destiny Clan and CGN as a whole is that, like, at the end of the day, like we're all homies because we love the Lord. And we love video games. And Amen. that's just neat to me. I'm just like, you know, who who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. It, it just, it brings me so much joy. Because I'm just like, video games are fun by themselves. But they're so much more fun when you have people to share those fun moments with. Yeah. Like, raids raids and destiny are hard like they can be really sucky sometimes especially on contest mode when it's like 10 times harder but it's also just like even throughout the frustrations that we experience like when we fail an encounter it's just like at the end of the day i'm hanging with my homies and we're like spread out across the u.s just playing together, having a good time. And that's just like, it's astounding. And it brings me joy because it's like, I get to share in these really fun and slightly annoying times with like some of my closest friends that hopefully I will eventually get to like meet in person. Right. Which is, I mean, it's just incredible, right? Like I just have this deep belief that anything worth doing is difficult. Mm -hmm. But also anything that's difficult is more worth doing Heck when you yes. have a community to do it with. Yes. Amen, sister. So, I got to type the amen command. 
Chat, take notes. Whitney is telling us all the important things. <laughs> I, I swear I'm going to make yeah. a command that's like wisdom with Whitney or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you know, what's funny <laughs> back in like the early days of Facebook. So this is like uh, circa what, 2008. Okay. Yeah. Maybe like early Facebook. Okay. Like if you can't even scroll that far anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I used to post what I called wit isms and I would call I called them wit isms and it would be things like that. Like it would just be like, I love oh, that. Um, yeah. It's, that's Ooh. really fun. Just, like, brought me back to that. <laughs> I I've never had a longing to figure out like the coding aspect of creating commands that like, cause like there's ones where like you can literally just like, code it to where it'll pull like a quote from a list of quotes Mm -hmm. and i'm just like now i have the desire to like figure out how to do this so that we can have a witism command for the channel oh my gosh that's so fun (laughs) i would totally write you a list of witisms that would be i would have fun with that that would be so fun i (laughs) am so excited about this like i'll i'll have to like seriously look into it because i know sometimes it gets a little wonky like i said with the coding aspect of it but i'm determined interesting (laughs) this is something that needs to be done (laughs) um yeah um let's see you know what i have a bunch of random like icebreaker questions pulled up are you ready for the first one? Yes. Okay. I'm a middle school teacher. So like I live for ice. <laughs> you live for these. I figured yeah. you would enjoy this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Whitney. If you were a vegetable, <laughs> what would you be? <laughs> we can't escape vegetables, apparently. <laughs> oh gosh. Is it is it too is it too spicy if I say corn? never we live for the spice on this channel okay so okay i just had to throw that out but no i I didn't think about this um but honestly it might be corn like i mean i feel like corn is like my go-to vegetable when i don't really want other vegetables like it's useless (laughs) like in a dietary sense but it's yummy as opposed to like broccoli or oh god never oh david what are they called what are those things that i hate i, I can't even think what they're called right now brussels sprouts oh yeah oh my gosh i i'm i'm so sorry i'm dying right now because i asked you that question and nate literally puts in chat a cute comfort he's <laughs> like hey that's my wife <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Please, no fighting in my chat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I <hate> swear. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I. Yeah. You know what? You're all welcome for this, though, because let's be real. I am very pleased to be able to provide the Whitney content that the people want and deserve. Like, this this makes me happy. 
am I just more of an enigma because I'm like the mysterious, like Dave's wife? Or am <laughs> I actually interesting nah, because nah. I'm like No. Nah. I mean me? Whitney, we have we have a command for you. Like, nah. Why can I not remember what it is? I I know it's it's the claim it queen. Yeah, Yeah. I can't remember like what the actual like way to trigger this. Somebody else will figure it out. I'm sure at some point. Yeah, we'll have to try some stuff in the chat. Chat, go for it. Oh, it might it might just be queen. Hang on, we're gonna see. I'm determined. Nope, I don't think that's it. Well. I don't know. <laughs> Someone will figure it out. Okay. Um, gosh. <laughs> what? Okay, wait, wait. Hmm. Since this is a conversation. Yeah. I don't like, I like icebreakers when like it's a two-way street. You're learning about the other person, right? And it's Let's not like stand in front of people and like say your awkward icebreaker thing. <laughs> but, like, you know, you're actually having conversations. So mm-hmm. what is, what would be your vegetable? Ooh. Is I feel like <laughs> what what would I be? Cue the carrot jokes in chat. I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but low key though, I think I'd be like like a baby carrot, not like the full size carrot. I think I'd be the baby carrot mm. because baby carrots with ranch mm. and like the snap sound. Oh, oh, it's yeah. literally Whitney. That's what the command is. <laughs> well, lol. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think I'd be a baby carrot. Honestly, that's like, like you. Your description of why is like <laughs> literally a mood for me. Like David knows. Like if I pull out like carrots and ranch, or if you've never tried pretzels and ranch, like on a mm. bad day. I haven't, but I'm I'm low key intrigued. Yeah. See, so. I I've discovered after my like twenty three, almost twenty four years of living on this lovely planet, I really like putting ranch on like all things, just about. Yes. Like ranch Thank sauce, you. ranch sauce on a pizza. Oh, mm-hmm. it's so good! Like chicken yeah. bacon ranch pizza. Yes, I, I've converted my life. family to this. Like, I went, I went home for a couple of weeks, uh, the like last couple of weeks, and my parents decided to get pizza. And I was like, "Oh, what kind are you guys getting?" Like, fully expecting my mother to say pepperoni because, like, that was her thing. And I asked her, and she goes, "Oh, we're getting, uh, we're eating a ranch sauce pizza." And I just went, you're going to go what now? And she goes, yeah, ever since we tried it the last time you were home, we're hooked. It's all we order. And I'm just like, wow. Nice. Like, it is, mm, it's chef's kiss good. It's so good. It is the literal epitome of chef's kiss. Like, like if you're going to order pizza wow. and you have the chance to order chicken bacon ranch pizza and you don't, like, what are you doing with your life? Really? Like, the only pass you get for not ordering chicken bacon ranch pizza is if you're allergic to any one of those things. In which case, okay, I'm true. so sorry and I'll pray for you. 
because that's, that's a sad life. I'll, we will pray for your. <laughs> I, I can't finish that too. You will, you will be re- released from that terrible allergy because God. I mean, you need it's, that it's totally possible to grow out of allergies, though. Like low key. <laughs> I I mean I no like you laugh I've straight up discovered it like I for you yourself like yeah. you've grown out okay yeah. wait tell us tell so us. okay so for the longest time like the most basic one is I was allergic to cats and dogs for the longest time um but all of my childhood best friends had dogs and so I would go and like spend the night over at their houses a lot and none of their dogs were hypoallergenic or anything and like they would try and keep the dogs away from me but like i mean you know there's pet dander like in the air still um and basically like just through spending so much time at my friends houses i borderline grew out of it or like i'm less allergic to dogs now um but the more bizarre one (laughs) was when I was, I think I was like 12. Um, my mother had made taco salad for dinner. And taco salad is like a family staple on my mom's side of the family. Um, and it's like absolutely it adored. Be. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And she made it and we were all excited and I ate it. And... I was going to bed and I was like scratching the back of my neck and I could like feel these like bumps and I'm like, that's not normal. Um, Mm -hmm. And then like my stomach got itchy. So I got out of bed and I walked to my parents' room. Luckily they were still awake. And I was like, Hey, will you look at the back of my neck? Cause like I feel these weird bumps. They weren't here earlier. And my mom looks and she's like, do you have hives? And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) What are those? I'm 12. Mm -hmm. Like, why would I know? And she's like, are you itching anywhere else? I'm like, yeah, my stomach. She goes, go lay down on the bed and let me look. Like, she lifted up my shirt and sure enough, I've got hives on my stomach. And she's like, oh, okay. And come to find out, I had developed very suddenly a tomato allergy. Tomato allergies. A tomato allergy. Well, I, weirdly enough, was not the first person in my family to develop that. My father apparently has a slight allergy to tomatoes. But much worse than that is my oldest brother, Christopher, is like seriously allergic. He never grew out of it. He had developed his, I think, the summer before I had developed mine. Wow. And so, yeah, that was, I had to learn how to swallow pills so that I could take Benadryl, (laughs) which was a fun time. Um, And yeah, it was really funny. It wasn't until like four years later I think I was in high school at this point I think I was like 16 and like at that point like all of my friends and their parents had grown accustomed to like making sure that tomatoes weren't around me when I came over um 
I'm pretty sure they still to this day are terrified <laughs> that I'm allergic still somehow. Um, but yeah, like everyone was so used to me being allergic that like one night at youth group, I we were eating dinner and I think it was like barbecue night or whatever. And I was looking in my purse to take my meds that I can take before I eat the tomatoes so I don't react. And I'm like, oh, I'm out. This sucks because I had switched purses. And I'm like, well, I got Benadryl. So I know Benadryl works. I'm just going to eat the barbecue. And if I react, I'll take Benadryl. If not, well, sweet. Okay. So I ate dinner and an hour later we were on the way home and I was fine. And I went to bed that night and like wasn't having any issues. And uh, yeah, lo and behold, I had grown out of my tomato allergy just randomly. Like I was no longer allergic. That's so interesting. It was wild. So yeah, now I can eat as much tomato as I want. Well, see, it's I great. feel like there are allergies that are kind of more like, like that's obviously an allergy. You got like hives. Yeah. But then sometimes I feel like there are allergies that are more like just like um, intolerances. Yeah. You know, like, like you I don't know if I had like just like, amount, you know, yeah, I was like, maybe I went overboard with the tomato. I don't know. Very interesting. But then again, I mean, I had chicken nuggets and ketchup like five days in a row while I was at my parents' house last week. So who knows? Well, um, is ketchup tomato? I don't know. You know, it tastes like it. We, we like to tell ourselves it is, but like, do we actually know what's in ketchup? I don't know. Whitney's asking all the important questions. <laughs> Like, I I just love that Dave in chat was just like, the Lord do be working. I'm like, I've been trying to tell you guys. <laughs> I've been saying this for weeks now. He do be working. And the proof is in the fact that I can eat tomatoes again without repercussions. <laughs> which, small thing, really. Which is a weird thing I never thought I would ever say in my life. <laughs> Man, <laughs> like, I, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, tomatoes are so good, and they're a part of they so are. many things. So, like, it's mm. like that's like actually a gift from the Lord. Like, He was just like, Gabby, I love you, and I want you to be able to eat tomatoes again because, like, <laughs> tomatoes, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. because tomatoes, <laughs> like, gosh tomatoes yeah. <laughs> um hmm. Ooh, here's an interesting question mm. if you could switch places with anyone in your family for a day who would it be oh boy. and i will i will make it like extended family if you would like um so that you have more options <laughs> <laughs> but choosing between Felicity and David is so fun. Um, yeah, honestly. <laughs> uh, honestly, like, dude, I've always wanted to see the world, like, actually from, like, switch places with David. 
Like, I, yeah. I feel like he would never like want to be inside my brain or like have to live my life like <laughs> in my body. I mm-hmm. feel like he wouldn't ever want to actually do that. Yeah. But I've always like legitimately wanted to like, li- I have, this sounds so weird, especially in our culture. Like this sounds so weird to say, but I've always wanted to experience like literally living a day in the like body and like life of a guy. So I can understand more like the way their brain works and the way they process things and (laughs) their emotions. And, you know, do they actually like, you know, not like, do they think all the things, but they just don't say them because they're not as vocal as we are? Like all these questions I have, like, (laughs) do they think all the things (laughs) or are their brains just like less full than ours are? Like, you know, I don't mean that in like a they're dumb way. Like that's not what I mean at all. I mean, we have a clear opportunity here, Whitney, because I'm pretty sure a (laughs) hundred percent of my chat right now is male. So dudes, do you think all the things and just not say them or is your head empty? (laughs) Okay. Literally David and I have done this though. It's like a a marriage, like, uh, exercise you can do. It's like just to hear the other person's brain is like for like 30 seconds, you like set a timer and you say everything that's running through your brain in that 30 seconds. And Mm. I assure you, I don't think it's just David, but men have like five things and women have like, you can talk the whole time and not actually say all the things that are happening in our brains. I I love that I'm getting a very mixed response that's going literally back and forth from, do we think all the things? Absolutely not to, yeah, we we think a lot. Thanks very much. (laughs) I don't mean this in an insulting way, guys. I don't. It's like a genuine curiosity, honestly, because like Zach and I have had conversations where I'm just like, I would like to know the difference in our thought processes on things. Like, because like he and I can arrive at like the same conclusion just in very different ways at very different times. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, hmm. So, like, you know, I feel like, (laughs) I feel like I would kind of want to know how the male brain works, but also, no, I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like they all say the same thing about the female brain, too. Like, yeah, we think too much. (laughs) Okay, but I'm also a scientist. So I really actually can't help it. No, I can't help, like, like actually wanting to know how it works. But then like, I envy you like growing up with a brother. I love my sisters. I love our family like dynamic, Yeah. but like getting married after not like growing up with a brother, it, it mm-hmm. actually is like very different than I would assume. I don't know for sure, but then it would be like having grown up with a brother and understanding yeah. men like in a different way like that um and then getting married like it it is very much of a learning curve if you grew up with only sisters and then you get married and you're like you, how does your brain work like i don't understand yeah like why do, why is this thing not 
like, why do you not see this thing the same way or whatever? Like, and David's incredible. He's a great husband. Um, we just are not the same person. Thank God. I yeah. could not be married to myself. <laughs> oh, dad is listening, Zach? Oh, hi, dad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I had like a whole train of thought and then I <laughs> read Nate's comment about how girls got that spaghetti brain and it was just gone. Lol. He's got the <laughs> most fire, like... I feel like we need a, a, a command for like Nate-isms. That, Nate like, I feel like that would be so much more entertaining. Yeah. Because it'd be things like girls got spaghetti brains or like <laughs> um, don't ever dip carrots in ketchup. Like that's the kind of things he would say. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, Gosh, I I don't know. Like, I crap. I'm trying to think of what my train of thought was. I'm so sorry. I probably no. It, no, it wasn't you. It was reading the girls got that spaghetti brain that just killed it. <laughs> like, dang. Well, luckily we, we lost the. You know, we lost the spaghetti strand we were on. We just pick up a new one. It'll be fine. Yeah. There's plenty in there. I remembered it. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, I, I was kind of going to touch on, like, what you said about, like, you know, the differences with, like, growing up with all sisters as opposed to, like, all brothers. Like, I had only older brothers until I would say probably when I was, like, eight years old. I think, yeah, I want to say I was eight years old when the first brother of mine to get married met his now wife. Um, mm. And so, like, she would come and visit. And so, like, I had, like, a sister figure of sorts. Um, like, from the time I was eight years old, she just wasn't, like, living with us, obviously. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, no, I I feel like I used to think about, like, you know, how exciting it would have been to have a sister growing up. Mm. Just like, you know, with the fact that I have four older brothers and growing up with four older brothers can be really <laughs> wild at times. I can really <laughs> imagine. Um, can really imagine. But it was so interesting because like as I got older, like that kind of that realization of like, I wouldn't trade them for anything or anyone. Like, you know, I used to joke about, like, wanting to trade one of them to get a sister. But then I was just like, no, actually, no. <laughs> like, it, it was always so funny because I would get all of, like, old ladies at church who would just be like, man, you're going to have such a fun time when you hit high school and you try to date. And I'm just like, first off, bold of you to assume I'm going to try that. <laughs> second off um like bold of you to assume that like I don't still have like a say more so than my brothers do like they can be kind of crazy and like they have their overprotective moments but like it was not nearly as terrible as most people assumed it was and I think that was the funniest thing like, they always assumed it was, like, such a terrible experience for me. They hear four older brothers and they're like, oh, 
oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I'm just like, no, 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 no. Like, I, I think it's partly because of like the age difference between each one of us was a big thing. Because, mm. um, like, there's 12 years between me and Christopher as youngest and oldest. And so, you know, Christopher, like, played a part in in raising me. Um, and he still, to this day, holds it, holds the fact that he changed diapers against me. <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't ask you to. <laughs> and he goes... <laughs> No, because you were a baby. You didn't have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> Not my choice, okay? <laughs> but, like, yeah, no, I mean, I, I feel like having gotten to this point in my life, I'm just like, you know, each one of them brought something different to the family and kind of shaped the way that I look at things and how I enjoy things. Like, you know, I feel like I get a lot of the maturity aspect from Christopher because he was the oldest and he had to be the mature one. Yeah. Um, like Nick and I just make similar jokes. A lot of the times, like he and I weren't super close when I was growing up, but like we've gotten to this point now where it's just like, we're, we're really close. Um, Tim was was super pivotal in like the things that I enjoy like listening to and like reading like he and I have super similar tastes in music and like movies and things like that and so like he and I really bonded over that sort of stuff and then I mean Zach Zach is like he's like having a twin that's four years older than you <laughs> you don't get along with them when you're younger <laughs> Right, right. But like then then you hit like adulthood and you're like, Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like I think I like you. <laughs> I I I the vibes are good. <laughs> um like, yeah, no, I mean and, and I kind of downplay like just just how just how much I adore Zach sometimes just so he doesn't get like a super huge ego, but like, right, right. No, right. I, I really do appreciate him and I adore him. And I would absolutely throw down with anyone over all four of them. Like, mm. yeah, no, it's, it's funny. I'm just like, don't mess with them, please. Cause I will fight you. And I don't like fighting, but I'll do what I have to do. But you oh. also grew up with four older brothers, so you're yeah, ready. Yeah, honestly, so you know Whitney, <laughs> when I tell you that they would start a wrestling like war in the living room, I wouldn't even be a part of it. I would just get dragged into it. Of course, of course, of course. Like, because what would happen was like, I'm I'm super ticklish, and so Christopher would start like a tickle war, basically, that <laughs> involved like him zach and i and i would just be like no please stop like have mercy on me and zach would be like the i'm going to defend you from the mean old older brother the other <laughs> older brother <laughs> um and i and like that would just devolve into wrestling and somehow every single time i ended up on the bottom of the pile right with all four of uh, them I just like dogpiled on top of me i'm like 
how I didn't break a bone <laughs> when I was younger <laughs> is just a miracle because like they pulled no punches. <laughs> I swear your guardian angel is like, Gabby, your brothers, man. Like <laughs> the Lord really said, if you can this. survive them, you can survive anything. <laughs> yes. Really. And I'm really like, real. you're not wrong. <laughs> I just yeah no like I I really do think it was it was really really good that that I had only brothers I think growing up I think I think if I had had a sister I probably still would have had a really really good childhood but it probably would have been weirder (laughs) having an actual sister like before the age of like 14 (laughs) Yeah, you know, it would have changed a lot of who you are. Yeah. Uh, and I like who you are, so, you know, I'm glad you Aww. did that. Thanks. <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah, well, well and I, I think there's something to be said about, like, close girlfriends are not the same as sisters. Yeah. But when you have close girlfriends, I think it helps to, like, still shape you as like a woman and like yeah. shape your feminine part and your feminine genius. But then I think there's something to be said about like, we are shaped our, our femininity and our masculinity is also shaped by the opposite sex. It's mm-hmm. why it's so important that young people have a mother and father figure, whether or not that's actually their mom and dad as guardians, like it, it helps to fully form them as either feminine or masculine and like in the like full (coughs) witness Mm -hmm. of who they are. Um, yeah. It's also why I think like in, um, like ministry, it's important that like nights for young men not always be put on by men. Like sometimes they need to be planned by women from a female perspective because sometimes women do know how to help form young men too, yeah. you know? Um, and same, same goes for the opposite sexes of what I just said too. Um, but sorry, I kind of took what you said. I just, <laughs> you're good. Totally different direction. But no, I love I think, this. Like, so beautiful of like how I think you're, it, you seem to me to be very like, um, and what I, what I know of you so far <laughs> is that you are like, um, balanced in like your view of yourself and also like your femininity and it, you're comfortable in it because you know that you're like feminine and yet also you're comfortable with the parts of you that are like comfortable hanging with your brothers and like yeah you know like quote unquote one of the dudes you know yeah um, <laughs> like I totally get because growing up um David learned this like not that long ago I actually went to like football camps and stuff growing up because I was mm-hmm. always close to the guys in my classes and stuff than I was to the girls yeah which is funny to me because I had like I only had sisters but then I always like had closer guy friends growing yeah. up than I the girls. Um, and yeah, so not that I understand what it's like to have brothers, but I <laughs> like, I get that like 
Yeah. Just like oh. that close relationship with like a male figure who could be like a brother figure like in that way. Cause like I, I definitely would say that like a lot of my best friends who were all girls, like I, I would say that they were essentially sister figures to me because I mean, most of us had known each other since childhood and like, you know, grew up with each other. And so like, you know, I feel like brother and sister figures kind of arise even in people who aren't like related to you and i think that's what i really really love about community as well is just like you know like like i i say best friend to describe like some of my closest friends but i would also like if if ever inclined like i would straight up call my best friends like my sisters because like i feel like they are right yeah Um, and i i think there's something real to that obviously like in like the reality of what we believe, right? That like we are brothers and sisters in Christ. And yet like when you find a person who helps to either fulfill something that you've been missing in your relationships thus far, or helps you to see God in a new way, or helps you to see yourself in a new way, it's like life-changing. I mean, that is like, they do fulfill in a real way that like brother or sister relationship because they're helping. I mean, just like anybody in your family is supposed to help you get to heaven, right? Like your brothers and your sister do that in a very specific way. Mm -hmm. And so why cannot like our non-blood relatives, wow, that was a weird way to say that, but that's exactly (laughs) what I meant by it. The people who have become our relatives, why can they not also do that you know and they should yeah oh no absolutely and i and i think really it comes full circle in like you know a discussion that like i think dave and i had this discussion when he came on for a tmi just how important an influential community is as a whole and just like you know it, it can't be understated how important it is because like we've said like you know, those people that we're very close with who we may not be related to, they help shape and form the way that we look at things, whether we realize it or not. Um, and so, like, it, it all really comes down to, like, community is important for that aspect, but it's also really, really important that you surround yourself with a good community as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think, and I think, honestly, like the need for community and the need for those relationships is like, I think people always want to ask. And so I'm sure people, yeah, I don't know that I've answered this question before mm-hmm. on anything, but like, how did I, like, how was I, how did I receive it when Dave told me he wanted to like um, stream and yeah. he wanted to create this community and stuff? Um, and I was like skeptical at first. But then when it became like him actually doing the thing that he does so well and to create like a space for people to meet and um, to grow close and to draw each other closer to Jesus and like draw each other and like not even necessarily by like always talking about Jesus, right? Like that is not like what we're called to is always be saying his name, right? But like be doing the things that you love, which is gaming and then to be like doing it in a 
whole and like, I don't know if I want to say like glorified way, but like mm-hmm. kind of, that's what I mean. Like to do it in a way that like brings glory to God. Um, and to, to be building community at the same time, like when he like had that kind of epiphany and he was like, this is what, like, if this is supposed to be, yeah. then I was like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, mm-hmm. let's do this thing. And, and it became more of like, we're doing this thing. Um, obviously he's doing this thing, but then I am <laughs> able to, but support also, I mean, you're, more, you you're know? technically doing this thing too. Like, yeah, well, and we're married. So every mission he's on is my mission too. You Heck know? yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Right. Like that is literally <laughs> what submission means. Right. Yeah. Um, and that's like, kitschy almost in this culture to like bring that up but like I am like behind his mission um and I don't know if he always feels that that way uh, (laughs) because let's be honest like marriage is just marriage sometimes it's not always perfect Mm -hmm. um but like to to be able to be behind it because I see like what the Lord is doing here is really cool yeah no it's and and I've I've said this so many times and I'll say it a million times more over the course of the next several months, probably. Um, but just like to see how much this community has grown has just been so, I've, I've just been blown away, honestly, because it's like, you know, I've, I've been watching Dave since he started streaming and then I started modding for his streams and now we're here and it's just like wow (laughs) like we have a full-blown discord like we're having a pokemon tournament we've got three different people streaming three different nights a week i mean this is a thing that's happening right here right now i mean it's just it's so astounding and just the fact that it's still growing is just it's amazing and I'm I'm so blessed to get like a front row seat to it. And it's just so exciting. And I'm like, I I don't know who knows where it's gonna go from here. Like it's gonna keep going up, I'm sure, because I mean it's just yeah. <laughs> like I mean- it's but yeah. It's just wild, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it is, right? Like, I, I think anybody in the chat, too, who's ever been a part of, like, something that the Lord is in, like Life Teen or um, Damascus or, like, I, you know, I could drop a million different names in here, right? Like, mm-hmm. if you've ever been a part of something that the Lord is in, you know how quickly the Lord, like, it multiplies, right? Yeah. And, the, you know, the... um yeah, I was gonna like drop some, uh, like real some more like, wisdom. From, like, I was gonna pull out a Bible quote, and then I like my brain completely went blank. So that, what a mood! What a mood! That's literally my mood every time. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna use that finally. Nope, no, I'm not. That's fine. Um, yeah, you know something is good by its fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and like the fact that it's continuing to grow, like it's a good thing. Um. And it, yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm happy here and be supporting and 
just so you guys always know, I'm, <laughs> I'm like the epitome of a ghost. Like I literally <laughs> like read through chats and like when I'm bored, like I will like go back and like scroll for days to like mm-hmm. know you guys, but not actually be a part of the chat. <laughs> like that's literally, that's what I do because I'm like here, but I'm just, I'm not here because I'm a working mom. Yeah. Um, you do so, a lot. Like, yeah. A like, bit. <laughs> you're doing probably like one of the most important parts of the whole thing, like caring for Felicity. <laughs> that's a a big job we could have felicity on the stream every night but it would be that would be so much fun felicity tmi maybe it'll happen eventually you know what i literally told david (laughs) whenever i volunteered me i was like but what if we did felicity like that but like i literally don't know how that we we need to wait until she's a little older i mean yeah but One yeah, day. eventually like, it's, it's on the bucket the list, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe the answers will be gibberish, but there'll be answers. Maybe right. she'll have wisdom for us. That's before our time of understanding. Right. Cause Absolutely. kids, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> they man. say the kids. darndest things. <laughs> yup. Yup. You know, when she's like, Okay, so like we have a, a niece who's three mm-hmm. and she says the darndest things, just like you said. I feel like three is kind of like the sweet spot of like they have absolutely no filter. Yeah. But then also they'll say some things that are like literally you'll ask them like, What color is the sky? And they'll be like, I dipped my tomato my ca- my carrots in tomatoes today. <laughs> Ketchup, tomatoes, whatever. <laughs> whatever <laughs> I'm trying to say. <laughs> but no, they'll literally answer like that. And you're yeah. like, great. <laughs> like, <That's-> wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. Like, I, I've, I've got, Zach and I both have nine nieces and nephews combined. And the oldest is going to be turning 10 in March. And that's been wild to think about because it's just like, I was, I want to say I was 14. Yeah, I was 14 when he was born. Mm. And so I was like designated babysitter for him for like the first like three years of his life. Right. And like he still to this day, like because he spent like those first like three, almost four years like hanging with me so much, like he's my snuggle buddy and he still calls me his snuggle buddy at almost 10 years old and it's just wild because he's catching up to me in height I feel like and I'm like I'm I'm watching this small human grow up to be like a moderately sized human now and it's so weird to like see them grow like it's just wild to me. And I'm like, I, I can't imagine how much wilder it is to like be a parent and watching your own tiny human grow mm. <laughs> and just like witnessing that growth. But it's it, like, it yeah, like it he, he talks to me about like Minecraft and, and Zelda Breath of the Wild now and like Pokemon. Like he's he's getting into all of the things that like I was into at his age. And I'm just like, it's like a subtle reminder that like, He's not like a small child anymore. 
And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, Jack, he's not in the tourney because he's not 18 yet. Thank God. <laughs> I think I'd lose my mind. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's, he's too young. I, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I will let him help me build my elite four team though, because the kid is smart. (laughs) (laughs) He knows his stuff. It would be absolutely wild. Yeah. (laughs) Um, That would be, that would be cool just to have him like be a part of it, you know? Yeah. I just, I mean, it's, it's like I said, he's, he's my snuggle buddy. And like, you shouldn't pick favorites among your nieces and nephews. It's a terrible practice, but like he was the first one. And so like, there's, there's like a natural soft spot there because like, like I said, I babysat him for almost four years of his life. And just, like, spent so much time with him that I'm just, like, I won't say that you're my favorite because, again, that's a terrible thing to say when you have so many nieces and nephews. But, like, you know what I mean when I say that you are my first nephew. That carries a weight. Well, I, I think, like, we have specific connections with specific, like, nieces and nephews for a reason. Yeah. And I think like you, sometimes they're so natural and then you just have to work a little harder to develop the other ones, you know? <laughs> Can confirm. Uh, that's okay. <laughs> My godson still headbutts me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like this, this kid is, he's, it's funny. It makes sense as to why he's my godson. Like he's also Zach's godson too, which is like twofold. Um, <laughs> he's, he's stubborn. Oh, this, kid. <laughs> this this kid, like it's it's really funny because like all of all of the godparents for all of my nieces and nephews make sense, and so Simon, I I love him. He just turned three, I believe. I want to say three. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. right. Um, he's three now. And he, from the time he hit like six months, I feel like six, like six to eight months, he was built like a toddler. He was large. I, I still to this day call him a small man. Um, cause like he's just built. <laughs> and so, <laughs> um, yeah, it, it was just really funny. Cause like, He's he's never been like super affectionate at all. Like he'll give you hugs if you like coerce him into it. Um yes, Jack Lorgen and George is very accurate for this kid. <laughs> um for the longest time he would come and greet me by like smacking his hand on my thigh. <laughs> so finally, it's going to sound terrible, but like it got to a point where like after like the fourth time he did it I turned around and I looked at him and I, and I like raised my hand and like, I'm not going to hit you, but you need to know, (laughs) don't hit me. And I should have told him like, don't hit me, Simon, because you know, I'll hit back. You know how Aunt Gabby is like, I'm not going to hit you hard, but like, homie, 
I'm going to do the exact same thing you do to me. Hashtag, you know. (laughs) I'm like, you know. And he's learned. It's funny. He doesn't do that to me anymore. Um, yeah, no, kids, kids, no. Um, he's funny though. I love him. He's very adorable. That's perhaps too adorable for his own good. (laughs) Yes. All all the nieces and nephews aren't aren't they all too adorable for their own good? Okay. Yeah. A couple of things happen in the chat. So I'm going to jump in with the things. Okay. First of all, you're supposed to hydrate. So hydrate. I, I did hydrate. Can okay, confirm I, I hydrated. I didn't, I didn't catch it. And then <laughs> I, I'll hydrate again. I'm running out of water, though. <laughs> I think the other main thing was <clears throat> question, which I then think yes. posted. I think I'm, I'm going to assume that that's the question since it's highlighted. Um, mm. So, yeah. Is that um, for me? I, I, I think it's probably going to be like a discussion thing just because like we've been we've been doing mostly like discussion style stuff. Um, so, yeah, would, would what would you say your answer to that is? Did your parents have any influence on your choice of education and life decisions? And if they are watching, what would you say? <laughs> sorry, sorry, teacher in me. Uh, hot takes. Um, mm hmm. I I love you, Zach. It's okay. We don't all have to type all perfect words all the time. That's um, perfection is overrated. Anyways, true. So you know, my I would say my parents had a influence on my choice of education for sure. Um, I, obviously looking more at college I'm I, that's where I'm gonna go to um mm-hmm. but I I really I went to a Catholic college in Kansas um for for school and I w- I went there thinking I was gonna go towards um pre-med like that was that was my intention um but I ended up going there because my sister went there. Yeah. Um, my sister, my oldest sister went to a Catholic high school. Um, my middle sister and I did not uh, have that opportunity to go to a Catholic high school. And so I like life, my life choices started going down the drain um, in high school. I like, mm-hmm. I just had already started making choices that set me up for a lot of um, failure. And I was just kind of living a double life. Um, and living in a lot of sin, to be honest. And so by the grace of God, like I just knew I needed to get away from that life. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was running away from a relationship. Well, I I told my relationship that I was not running away from them. Um, because I think I was in denial about that, but I was trying to get to a healthier place um, and God was pulling me to, to try and be there. And mm-hmm. so I, I ended up at that Catholic school and I don't think my parents could have planned that cause they didn't know any of that. And that's what I mean yeah. by saying a double life. Like I was just really good at hiding the decisions I was making. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as far as that, like they, they didn't really pull me there. 
um, to, to college. But then um, when I ended up not being, not doing pre-med, um, I was kind of, I don't know, not lost. I went, I got my degree in science. I knew I wanted to do something with that, but mm-hmm. I just didn't know what. And I knew that I needed to, like, I just really felt called to take a year, not a year. Yeah. Yeah. A year. Yeah. I ended up taking a year off um, to be a missionary. And in that time, that's when I decided like kind of where the Lord was pulling me as far as like life decisions for like a career. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I feel like I've, I've pretty consistently um, been influenced by my parents' desires for me. And that's like a really big thing that I have to kind of balance is like the desire to do everything that they want me to do versus um, like, where's God calling me? And sometimes those are the same thing because I have yeah. great parents, but sometimes they're not the same thing because mm-hmm. even though they want the best for me, their understanding of what's the best isn't always like full, right? Because they're not God. Yeah. Um, and so I think like, it just, yeah, I think I've always kind of leaned more towards the not what they want for me. Um, but I, I do struggle with that and the anxiety sometimes that can come from that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. That was a long winded answer, but no, no, that was really good. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, yeah, I, I feel like subconsciously at the very least, like, parents play a pretty decent sized part in like any child's like decisions on like education and like life decisions um like I think I mean I was I was homeschooled and so that like I got to spend a lot of time with my mom and and also dad (laughs) um but like I think just like seeing how much she was serving our parish specifically and Mm. just like the youth of our parish, I was very much like, I, I'm a helper. Like I enjoy helping. Like I don't necessarily need to be like on the front lines of doing it or just like, you know, the poster child for it. Cause like, I'm not, I'm not big on like, being the spokesperson so to speak just Mm. because i'm like it's not about me like Mm. i would much rather be like behind the scenes helping like doing meaningful work rather than just like showing off that i'm doing meaningful work if that makes sense yeah um and like i don't know i think initially like initially when I was going to go off to college I was going to be I was going to do social work um because I was very much just like determined to try and put myself in a position to help kids have a semi-normal childhood like just strictly based off of like the help that I could provide um and hilariously enough I had already picked that before I knew um that my parents had actually 
thought about going back to school and you know getting social work degree degrees to go be social workers um i did not stick with social work though um i ended up kind of moving through like two different majors i think i thought about psychology and then ended up enrolling as a photography major before eventually ending up in communication with a focus in broadcast journalism Mm -hmm. because kind of along the way I was like I really want to help people but I don't think I could ever do counseling or anything like that because the way that I am I get so deeply invested in the lives of people that I care for that I would not be able to detach myself the way that I would need to yeah yeah um and that was going to be detrimental to myself mm-hmm. and if i was going to be causing that sort of harm to myself trying to help other people was i really helping other people because then it was just going to go downhill for both parties mm-hmm. um and yeah so eventually like once i kind of realized that i was like well you know i think i i kind of settled I don't want to say settled because like I really did enjoy what I was doing and I I still think that eventually I will find my way back to it um I was like you know I would be content with telling the stories of people because at least you know I can help by like saying this is what's happening with them if I tell their stories then more people will know yeah um And so that kind of got me into broadcast journalism. And I was really fortunate enough to have a teacher for two years who was Emmy nominated. So he knew what he was doing. Wow. Or actually he won an Emmy. (laughs) Who am I kidding? Um, Because his Emmy was literally in the cabinet on display in our lobby of our department building. So that's really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but yeah, like I I stuck with that, ended up graduating with that. And I think it was I was going into my senior year and, you know, my parents had posed the okay, you know, are you gonna start looking for a job? Like, you know, what's what's gonna be the move? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not I haven't really like thought about it and they're like, you know, well, you're probably going to need to start looking. And I'm like, I know I need to, I need to start working on like a real descendant news stations and all that. And kind of around this time, a lot of things were happening with social justice. Mm. Um, I think it was around the time that everything happened with, you know, I mean, just to name two of the biggest ones, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor happened Mm. and that just like it like how do I phrase it I basically like I knew what was happening and I I felt like it was in that moment that I kind of realized I would not be content with just telling these stories because these aren't the stories that I necessarily want to have to tell. Like these, these shouldn't mm. be stories in the first place. 
Mm-hmm. Like this is something that genuinely needs fixing and it's a lot to try and fix, but it's kind you know, calling back to what you said earlier, like the things worth doing are going to be harder to do. And the things that are harder to do are going to be more worthwhile in doing them once you've done them. And mm-hmm. that's kind of how I felt about all of that. And I basically, I started my senior year. I reached out to the graduate program that I had looked into because I was like, you know, what can I go into? What can I get my master's in that would let me do this? without like having to go into like law specifically because I didn't want to deal with law school (laughs) right um and then I ended up finding the public administration master's program at the university Mm. that I was at and I was like oh okay and I reached out to the department chair and asked him I was like you know do you have like any means of like paying for this program like you know just tell me all about it And he told me that there were graduate assistantships that they would have. Sometimes they would have some come open. It just kind of depended on who was graduating and all that. And I was like, okay, cool. And um, basically I got all the details I needed from him and ended up applying to the program as soon as it opened. Because I was like, you know, I talked to my parents about it. I was like, I feel like I'm called to do this Mm. you know like I really love telling stories but I want to make sure that the stories that I'm telling are good stories and wholesome stories not the kind of stories where somebody has died in Mm. circumstances that should never have been in play Mm. Um, and I ended up applying for a graduate assistantship because that was basically I, my parents, I think were a little bit more nervous about it than I was because they were like, you know, make sure you're on top of this. And I'm like, I have the details. Like I know, I know when it's going to come available. I know when to apply. Like I've, I've got it under control. I've got the, um, like I've got my references sorted and everything. And they were like, you're not like, worried about this and I'm like no if it's if it's meant to happen if it's if this is what I'm really called to do with my life God's gonna make it possible I'm gonna do it that's just the truest statement just like say that again for the people in the back (laughs) like seriously if you feel called to do something chat like if it's what you're meant to do like if it is your calling, God's gonna make it happen. The Lord do be working. <laughs> the Lord do be working. <laughs> like I I can't I can't put it in simpler words. Like that's just mm-hmm. how it is. That's just the way the Lord works. Because like I I'll admit there were times when I was doubting whether or not I was gonna get a GA position. Cause I was like, I'm going up against people who likely came out of the political science and criminal justice program. And that's like a feeder program into the MPA program. So I'm going against mm-hmm. those. And so I, w- I was a little bit nervous. And I ended up getting an email, <laughs> I think a couple of weeks, 
or not a couple of weeks, but like I think I got it in like late June. Um, so like before I needed to like find an apartment and everything and like deadlines and everything, I got the email from the department chair saying, Hey, we'd like to offer this to you. And at the time it was just for the fall, not for fall and spring. And I was like, I, I just straight up told him right then and there, I was like, you know what? I'm going to take it obviously because like this has just not fallen into my lap, but like, you know, it's right here, right in front of me, like in reaching distance, like I can do this. And if they like me well enough, it could turn into a spring GA position too. And so I wrote him back immediately. I'm like, I'm honored. I would, I would love to serve in this position. And I think it was like a couple of days later, he was like, actually, what, how would you feel about it being fall and spring? And I'm like, <laughs> I'd love that. <laughs> I'm like, You're like if, okay, Jesus. Yeah, like, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, if it's possible to do that, I would, I would greatly appreciate that. Like, you know, thank you so much. And yeah, I mean, I, I still to this day, I'm just like, the best way that I can explain how I ended up in grad school was like, I made like fifty, like maybe 65% of the choice the rest of it was made by the lord like i i just decided to pursue it because he put that thought in my mind and i'm like i feel like this is where i'm meant to be and if if i'm interpreting this right then this is where i'll end up and I am starting my second full year. <laughs> like I, I've already started it, but like I'm, I'm in my second year now and I'm just like, dang. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it is what it is. And the Lord do be working, but like it, it all kind of comes down to like, this is, this is how my parents raised me like above all. Um, and, and I think, you know, hopefully, I mean, I would like to say that I'm going to do good, um, you know, with, with what I do in my career, but like, I, I just hope that like whatever I end up doing is a testament to how they raised me because I would very much like to show <laughs> off just how good of a job I think they did. Mm. Um, because I, I do think that Zach and I and, and our other brothers were very, very blessed. And yeah, I think in, an, in a roundabout way, <laughs> coming back to the actual question, yeah, they absolutely influenced the life decisions and the education decisions that I have made because they have been the first people that I've consulted about every major decision in academia and in life in general. Like, they are they are who I go to right next to the Lord. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, like it's yeah, it is what it is. 
I, I always like to kind of say this for everyone who comes on the show, but like, I, I really feel like I'm just constantly blown away <laughs> by the people that come on here for like different reasons for each person. And it's just, it's so much fun. Just like, yeah, I, I never know what's going to happen when people come on here. Um, yeah. No, I, I absolutely agree that like, it's, it's really good to have serious and more personal topics come up on on tmi because like you know i like i like memes and i like hot takes and i like you know icebreaker questions um but this is at its core like what i like a tmi to be just like a discussion and like you know a sharing of like wisdom so to speak um Yeah, like, you know, I, I always enjoy it when we get into, like, deeper topics because, like, deeper topics are good. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad that you guys are having fun and enjoying it because I'm having fun and enjoying it, too. <laughs> I, too, am having lots of fun and enjoying it, so. <laughs> like, I, I was just telling Chat, Whitney, that, like, I, I never know what to expect when people come on for TMI. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. think I stopped like having expectations after the first one because like mm-hmm. I think I was like expecting more chaos than anything because Nate was the first guest who ever came on. Um, and then it ended up being super chill and very vibey. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, wow, <laughs> this is not what I thought was going to happen. Um. But yeah, no, I, I've i just been like absolutely blown away by everyone who's come on here, including you, especially oh. you. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's been so good. Like, I'm just, I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I learned something from my dad really young, like, Something I love about my dad is that he like he can talk to anybody. Like mm-hmm. he he I don't remember how like my grandma says it, but it's like a, a way old people or older people say it. It's they they'll say like, um, is friends with everybody they meet, right? Like that's yeah. basically my dad. Like nobody's a stranger to him. Um but also like some people do that and they're just really good at like very shallow like topics not shallow like bad but just like um who are you how are you, you know what I mean yeah um and my dad just like does it he's never been like a shallow topic guy um with us as kids but also like with anybody and so for for me like I don't know you very well Gabby I think part of it is like I, I know that you're safe to get into deep topics with because like I know that you have life team background I know that you're here I know that you're friends with my husband you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like all of that is true but I think like even with my students in middle school like I don't beat around the bush with like deep stuff like yeah you know like I, 
I've seen it from my dad be so powerful mm-hmm. to just like get to the heart of things and like to go deep, yeah. you know, um, and to draw people deeper with you. You know, some people get scared about, about that. And like, some people think it's really intense. Um, and I know Jack, like Jack could say like, he's probably experienced, like there are people who like, even when Jack and I were together and like on mission together, that's how most people are on mission, right? Like you're like experiencing some like deep stuff with other people. And like, yeah. So you get into those deep conversations, but even still, like, even with that, there are people who will like pull back because it's like, you're like, you're not afraid to get into those places. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But I also, I also think like, by God's grace, I think people feel very comfortable telling me deep things. And I found that as a teacher too, is like, um, I have this, like, people have told me that I have this, like, um, persona of hospitality. You do. You absolutely do. (laughs) Well, thank you. (laughs) I feel weird saying it myself, but it's just like all God, right. It's all, it's all his glory. Like, um, but being able to be this place where people feel comfortable kicking their shoes off and like being at home. Right. Yeah. Um, and so like, I, I'm glad we get to like go deep. Um, <laughs> and David really wants my dad to <laughs> come on the stream. Like my dad you know? is like the epitome <laughs> of dad. Like he is just like, Oh my gosh. I would love yeah. that. Yeah. Like <laughs> all the things that you love about Dave and I, like, mm-hmm you will love to the nth degree in my father. Um, I am 100% on board for this then. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it would be so fun. Like, well, and you, it, he would love talking about deeper things too, like, you know, all things Catholic and, you know, he can get political, but that's yeah. also like every dad, like too, right? I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> um, but be, I mean, I think realistically, like when you look at it, like even if we get frustrated with our dads for being political, like, um, they're political because they care mm-hmm. and because they're trying to change things. And sometimes yep. like, talking about politics, like you don't always have the control to actually make the changes that you want to make. And so then you get fixated on the things that you don't have the control over, um, you know? And so like, I don't, I don't blame our dads, the political dads for mm-hmm. that, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, I also think something that my dad has to, if, if this were to be a thing that happens, um, my dad just has this, like, I don't know, I'm going to call it like a a gift, like Mm -hmm. a Holy Spirit gift that he is like, he just has a way of not even intentionally, but he just will, he'll meet people, anybody who has like father wounds. Like, it's like he, without knowing, um, just is like very healing for a lot of mm-hmm. people who have kind of father wounds. Um, and I just like, I have always loved that. And my dad, like, um, my dad has always kind of been the, like the dad, like capital, yeah. right? Like he's just been like the group dad, um, the dad that my friends go to the like dad who's like brought David healing, like, you know, um, yeah. Not to get too deep into that. I'm not trying to, <laughs> whatever. But, uh, you know, and I don't think Dave would like not. Um, 
I think he would say the same thing, you know, um, mm-hmm. that I'm blessed to have a dad like that because, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I just, um, if we were able to do that one day, we, we brought it up to him the other day and he was like, I'd be open to it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, open to it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, but we'll we'll keep you updated on that. But possibility in the future. Heck yes, I love that. <laughs> like I, yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to plug the TMI registration form to people again. Um, because like we've we've got a bunch of open weeks, and I want to hang out with the homies. Yeah, come um, hang with the homies. Like it's. I feel like a lot of people can be kind of scared or not scared but like you know a little bit nervous about like doing this and I completely and wholeheartedly understand because I I still do not like when I I feel like I'll never like 100% be like comfortable or like how do how do I want to phrase this I don't know I don't know I don't know if comfortable is the right word or not, but like me being a streamer is not something that I had ever really planned. Mm, and yeah. so like, it still feels weird to like think about the fact that every Friday night, just about I host a stream. Like right. that's bizarre to me because it's yeah. not something that I ever saw myself doing. Right. Well, and what's cool to me for you, Gabby, is that I think like you are literally just streaming out there like something that's good for the community because mm-hmm. it helps like um, Angus. I think it's Angus. I'm mm-hmm. not good with the, the gamer tags <laughs> and the, I, I get confused. I think it's confusing. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I think Angus said like, it helps we us to get to know each other better. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Because we can't, I mean, I hope we do reach out to one another on the, on the discord and like get to know each other, but it helps you to like even have things to start that conversation, you know? Um, and I think that that's really, really rad. Like I I think you're doing something to build up the community, but then you're also just like, you're just being Gabby (laughs) and then like streaming that, which is beautiful. Like, because there's so much like good about who you are and like, what this is and what you have to offer um that like <laughs> need people to not be who they are and like try to be something that they're not right yeah. like um even even david sometimes i don't know if i'm gonna say it anyways because <laughs> i'm sure he would tell y'all but like sometimes he'll get this feeling like he needs to like come up with like taglines or come up with ways to be like a better streamer <laughs> Yeah. Right. Like that's never like a bad, like it's not bad to like have goals and stuff in that, but like mm-hmm. he's good because he's him. Right. Yep. Like, um, and like that's what's, that's what's good. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that was hilariously enough. I think that was one of the very first things that I told him after like one of his streams. I think it was like back in like January we were kind of brainstorming ideas and and he was like you know what do you guys think and I was like 
I really think that you just being you, and, and I remember telling him these exact words, like, you just being you is enough. Like, it's more yeah. than enough. And people are going to find this stream and they're going to stay for you. Right. And if they don't stay, that's, that's fine. Like, that's okay. Because the people who come and stay are the ones who are meant to be here. Right. And the ones who don't stay may just not be ready for <laughs> the chaos that is our community and the goodness <laughs> that is our community. Right. right. But they may find well, their way back. Right. And it's like a wholesome, like, wonderful chaos. You yeah. Know? It's so good. <laughs> like, yeah, we get like, like brothers and sisters about dumb, wonderful things like corn and pop tarts. Corn and pop tarts. But also, <laughs> like, we're like brothers and sisters. We're not actually intending to, like, injure or, like, yeah. harm each other um, with words. And so I think, like, that's cool, you know? And mm-hmm. I don't know that that exists a lot of other places. And so I think, like, again, just finding that is sweet. Um, yeah. But then, uh, you know, like, I... I I'm biased, but like, he's pretty great, you know? Um, and I think like now they don't just come for you or for Jack or for David, they come for the community mm-hmm. that y'all have been growing and we've been growing. And yep. what that's what I like about this stream specifically is that we're, um, you are maybe me <laughs> we'll talk a little bit, um, but you are like, growing that community that's drawing people in um, yeah and because so. like i mean it's it's all i could ever hope for like the opportunity for people to like once they've joined the community to come and experience it outside of the discord and to like get to know these people that post really often and just to like hear people's thoughts on on things as weird and mundane as corn and pop tarts yeah, right. Because like, like they're conversation starters. Yes. Like and that's I, how you yeah. Actions, you know. Yeah. Like I just, like, I really have like my only goal for TMI is I think initially was just for people to be able to meet and get to know members of our community because it's just like I want you to see like how weird yet how great everyone here is. Hmm. Because, like, everyone brings something different to the community. And I I love it. It's so much fun. (laughs) Yes. Okay. You know what's so, like, so dope about what you just said? I literally was listening to, so, like, I listened to um, the silliest music on the way to daycare with Felicity in the morning. Yeah. I listened to, like, um, like, Christian music or like VBS music, like it's hysterical, yep. but also like the greatest. Um, and she dances in the in her car seat. It's wonderful. Um, I dance sometimes dangerously because I'm not the best driver. Um, <laughs> I for that, but we, my family might have other opinions. That's okay. They are. They are um, but I this morning we were, I was listening to. If you guys haven't seen it, it's called A Week Away on Netflix. And it's so corny. It's basically like High School Musical. But, mm-hmm. okay, so like, bear with me because all the gentlemen in the chat are like, 
why would I waste my time? Okay, I get it. Okay. Give but, her a chance, guys. She said but, some really good things tonight. <laughs> it's like high school musical meets life team camp. Okay? Oh. Um, so it's literally about like a Christian camp. And so some of the music is like um like re- basically like remixed or like high school music eyesed. I don't even know how to say that, right? But like in the style kind of of high school musical, um like uh Christian music, right? Or like worship music. And um the story is is like it's just a good story. Of course they put like a love story in it because you can't have a high school musical without that apparently. Yeah. But you know, um it it like I enjoyed it, but I also like <laughs> I also like would still probably watch high school musical. Mm-hmm. Um and I probably didn't learn all the moves when I was in high school. It's fine. Like we don't all need to know that, but <laughs> you know, like I, all the, all this to be said, sorry, I got on a tangent, but You're good. The, we were listening to the soundtrack this morning and it's just like fun, like upbeat music, a lot of it. Um, one of the songs that really stuck out to me this morning was lyrics about like, um, it was just like so wholesome, but the lyrics were something like, um, it's okay to be a little weird sometimes. Yep. Um, like it's good to be a little weird sometimes. It's like, so good. Who you are, but like, it's good to be a little weird sometimes. And I think that's like, that's the sweet spot, right? It's like being a little bit weird, but like also knowing like you don't have to be eccentric to be like good enough. You know, you don't have to be weird and out there to be good enough. But like yeah. the ways that you are weird are like, like good and make you whole. Like they make you who you are. And like mm-hmm. those should be shared with people because like you being weird is, is fully you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just so funny. You said, you said the thing about like, we're weird here and we are, which is like, which is part of what makes us so um, like approachable and mm-hmm. like, I think it's one of my favorite things about this yeah. community is just like how weird everyone is. Right. Yeah. I, and I think like the, the not being ashamed to be weird is like, that's a good thing too, you know? Mm-hmm. Cause you shouldn't be like we just said, being weird is good. Cause like everyone is a little bit weird. Like whether or not they want to admit to that is a whole nother thing. Right. But like, each one of us is weird in our own very special and very good way. Like, I mean, anyone who has heard Nate's opinions on Pop-Tarts can verify this. He's got a very interesting opinion on strawberry Pop-Tarts. Absolutely. Um, Another thing that I like to tell people that I heard from him was his theory about how Popeye started COVID. Like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's an interesting theory. Like the logic is kind of there. I respect it. Yeah, which is like, but you're also like, but you're also just like, why? Huh? Like why this right now? Like why is this actually making sense? <laughs> Girl, when I tell you that, like, every time he's like provided logic for the things that he says. My brain just goes, I cannot for the life of me figure out why, but I respect this logic 
it makes sense. That's literally Nate in a nutshell. And, and I'm just like, like so I don't want to get too much into it, but like that's literally who he is. Like <laughs> he will he is the spiciest, like <laughs> most hot takes person that I've met in a while, but who also has like the most almost legitimate, like like believable, but like God, like I'm not gonna say this harshly, but like wrong. <laughs> also yeah. actually believe it. Like support for his his thing. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, I respect it. Maybe it's that he's like committed to the logic. Yeah. I don't know. It, you know? Cause like, I mean, heck, even even the thing with like the corn argument that was happening, like he was asked like for his thoughts on corn and like he provided logic for it. And I'm like, why the heck does this make sense? How? Like, what? <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I, I, I don't know. I don't know if like calling him an enigma is like a good way to describe him, but I feel like it's a good way to describe him. <laughs> It is. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay. I, I just like, got a feeling I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to like, just ask, uh-huh. um, have other <laughs> questions for me, but I, I feel like there's somebody in the chat or maybe a couple of people in the chat who are like sitting here, like wanting to ask us some more deep, uh, Ooh. questions. Yes. Um, but I know I don't, I'm not sure what, timing looks like so i don't not trying to start something like crazy long oh, um but we can it, go for I mean, a little bit longer i think i think we'll probably start wrapping up maybe like in the next like 15 ish minutes or so beautiful um but if you have questions in the chat yeah <laughs> let us continue this beautiful yeah. conversation <laughs> friendship that you guys are all getting like it's it's so funny though because like seriously when I when I put the message in schedule and updates I I wrote it like I double checked with Dave to make sure he knew that you were coming on the TMI and then like as soon as I had confirmation I was like okay sweet because like I'm going to hype this up mm. because I knew people would come for it <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm like guys I'm bringing you Whitney content Come hang out. You've been asking for this. I'm providing it. That's so funny. Why do they ask for it? That's a real question. But it's I'm okay. because you're wonderful. Oh, hot like, takes. That something that tells you a little bit more about who I am uh, that you don't experience <laughs> digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, today, I, uh, so I'm, I'm a middle school teacher. Today, we had a lockdown drill. All so the fun. fun. You know? <laughs> um, but it was a drill and there, the drills are important. Um, but then the end of the day was a pep rally. Mm. Well, they, they asked for volunteers from teachers to be a part of this game with students. Mm. Well, it was like, like the volunteers were like me, another like younger teacher, like all the volunteers were young teachers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the young teachers is like the guy coach who's like, cool with all the like jock guys right yeah and so like i'm very much a, like a big proponent of like we um like have to like earn some cred with our students but like in wholesome ways right 
Yeah. Um, and so like he came out like dancing, right? Oh my God. Who he is. And mm-hmm. so I like crazy, just like brain child in the moment was like, I, you know what? Um, I can do one better. And I just like did the worm in the middle of our like auditorium full of students. Um, no. <laughs> so that is so epic. It, like it literally was silent and then it like erupted. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. most, like no, because like, I don't, I, you know, I have my hair up in a bun. Like I'm a little bit like, I'm not saying I'm like overweight, but like, I'm not yeah. like, like perfectly fit, whatever. Yeah. Um, and this, this young coach gentleman is mm-hmm. like fit all that. So like they expect him to do the dancing and stuff. So when yeah. I did it, it was like, drop oh, everything. Man. She on. needs business yeah um so it was it was really really fun um, oh my gosh <laughs> i love that joys in my life it teaches you a little bit more about who i am um which is funny because i feel like david is not necessarily like like david is out of the two of us he's like very much more the introvert yeah um, i do things like that just like because yeah, uh, you know, like to get David to do something like that, you'd have to like pay him, or <laughs> I was like say you have to bribe him, <laughs> or like inebriate him. Like, <laughs> there's, mm-hmm. there's no, maybe even like, both. Other, maybe even both. <laughs> um, yeah, we say so, this like, with love. <laughs> I, I, do, I do, and I and I love. Honestly, it's been it's been wonderful for our marriage. Challenging in ways, but wonderful that we are not both like super extroverted because we have yeah. to meet each other in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's good. It's a good balance for both of us, I think. And um yeah, so I feel like I feel like you guys knowing that about me, you guys like I would be the person to just like stream, even though like streaming is like not a thing that I like have brain space for in my life currently. But like, I would be the one to just like pick that up. But it's so cool seeing God like bring that forward in David, you know? Yeah. Um, and like to have God like work on that part of his heart and his like personality and like being outgoing and, and building this community in that way um, mm-hmm. is pretty. So. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. Yeah. Uh, I knew Angus had a question. I just had a feeling. I, yeah. No, I had that feeling too. <laughs> okay. You can just tell. <laughs> so he said, what is one thing in life you were horribly afraid of that man- that you managed to overcome? Oh, my gosh. Uh, huh. That's so a really many. good question. I have a lot of deep places I could take this. So I need to like... Holy Spirit, what is what is the thing you want me to talk about right now? Mm. I I can't like immediately think of like one specific thing. I don't think I don't. You know, actually, no. I probably do have one. I would probably say for me, it was whitewater rafting at life team camp mm. because I. I get excited for stuff like that. Like I love whitewater rafting. It's genuinely one of my favorite activities that I don't get to do often. Um, 
but like it became one of my favorite things after the first time we went because like I think my freshman year um somebody had like drowned in the river previously like that year or like that summer and I was terrified understandably because of that and we ended up just like having a really great time and it was so much fun that I was just like I don't know why I was ever terrified of this because like even if I fell out of the raft like I knew that the people in the raft with me and our guide would like have my back right like I knew I was gonna be okay Mm -hmm. um but yeah I I would say like off the top of my head that was probably one thing that I was horribly afraid of and then quickly overcame because I had to because mm. they couldn't leave me at the whitewater rafting place. <laughs> like I couldn't just hang out and like the outpost thing <laughs> while everyone else went trekking down the river. <laughs> it wouldn't have been a good look. <laughs> <laughs> they would have at least had to leave somebody with you. Like they yeah. could have figured it out. Oh yeah. yeah. Like, like I think at that point they probably would have like left me at camp. Um, mm. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it turned out That's okay. A good one. I feel like. Um, what did you just say? I was going to say something in response. Like I feel you said, um, like you had to overcome it. I feel like that's what happens though with a lot of big fears. Is like yeah, God, like puts us in positions where we do have to face them, you know? Um, yeah. Like Angus yeah. said, like the, <laughs> you have one option, like you, you have to walk through it. Um, mm-hmm. And, and then like, you also said like, you, you hit the nail on the head of like, it's most of the time our fears are illogical, right? Like if we could, if we could just logicize, yeah, that's going to be a word tonight. Yeah. Um <laughs> like our way out of like fear it'd be easy right like if I could just use my brain to get around a fear that I have it wouldn't even be hard right Mm -hmm. but that's like why fear is so hard it's a heart thing and um getting your heart to really believe and know that like the people with you have your back or that like um getting your heart to like believe that like God has your back. Like that's, that's the work there. And and that's, that's a really big thing. Like you said, like, you know, being able to place that trust in, in God and the people around you and just like knowing that like, you know, it's, it's cliche, but it's just like, you know, he's never going to put anything in front of you that you can't handle. Like, you know, it's, it's going to be hard, but he's going to give you the means to handle it. Right. And sometimes that's the people around you. Like, you you just got to work with it. And, like, I it's it was really, really funny to me because I was just, like, I was terrified of this, but it was very much uh, the Lord's, like, you're going to go on this trip because you don't want to miss out because you'll feel like you've missed out when everyone else goes mm-hmm. and has a great time. You're going to have a great mm-hmm. time. You just need to jump in mm-hmm. and do it. 
Yeah, the classic like first step scenario. And right? I'm like, like gosh, if, is an introvert? It's terrifying. <laughs> and that's like, it's like so real. Like it's like Peter stepping out of the boat. The mm-hmm. hardest part was walking on the water. Like yeah, yeah, he looked away from Jesus and he started falling. But the hardest part was taking that first step out of the boat. Like what, Jesus? Like you're saying like walk to you, but like, like what, um... how do I walk to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's yeah. Yep. <laughs> and FOMO is real. <laughs> yeah, FOMO is absolutely real. <laughs> How many times has FOMO been like the fear that helps us to overcome the other fear? <laughs> like nine times out of ten, I feel like it's FOMO for most people. Right. That's right. just a thing. <laughs> exactly. Um okay, so I think for me, um, Without getting like into too long an in-depth story, um, I I legitimately um, think that there was a time when um, my fear was like like I was afraid of marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I was afraid of what it meant. I was afraid of the like intimacy um, and like. Um, like the depth of emotional connection um, because I had been wounded mm-hmm. and I, I inst- because of that fear, I had decided to run towards like a, a vocation as like a religious sister. Mm-hmm. And it was just never fulfilling. Like every time I would go in, um, you know, I had, I had stayed at convents and um, met different um, orders and like, yeah, I had some orders where I was close to some of the people who were there, but like the order didn't feel right. Right. It's like going on dates, right? But like, you, you just know, right. You just know. And, um, you know, I was, I think I was, I, I was running away from, um, that like those wounds and that pain, um, and that fear that like, I, I couldn't be good enough for somebody or that I was like damaged goods or like all of those things you hear. Right. Yeah. Um, and I like going into the year, the summer of life team that I met David, um, I was still discerning religious, um, religious life. Mm -hmm. and. David was still, still quote unquote, discerning the priesthood. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it, it, it's interesting the things that happen when you like, I, and I genuinely, I think he would say too, he was running away um, from marriage for kind of similar reasons. Mm-hmm. And just like the fact that the Lord like took that fear um, and like in the midst of running away when I didn't even realize I was running away, like I thought like, yeah. oh, this is where I'm, you know, because like this mm-hmm. other area like hurts too much. Well, that's not always the truth. Like, like we said, sometimes the, the most beautiful things are, are the most difficult or the most worthwhile things are the most difficult. Yeah. Um, and then to, 
to meet David was like, oh, <laughs> like, hold on a minute. <laughs> like, and, and realistically, like, I think I can, I can go a step further from that. Like David is incredible and our relationship, um, is wonderful. And I think even with that, like, I, I kind of flipped too far the other direction where like, I was like, oh, marriage actually isn't going to be that hard. It's going to be easy because he's so amazing and we're so good together and we communicate so well. And like, um, so I, we went to, I went to the other extreme of like, oh, this is going to be good. You know, Mm -hmm. this is going to be so like just a walk in the park. Like, Mm -hmm. um, so I had all this fear for no reason when in real reality, like marriage isn't a walk in the park. It's hard. Like it is like really hard work. Um, and like, even, I mean, if like a marriage is easy, like, I don't, what are you teach us what you're taking? Like, that's not normal, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, uh, you know, or you're just, you know, you're staying shallow. I don't know what that, well, you know what that is, but marriage isn't easy. And, mm-hmm. um, to, to have like, to, be in the first months of marriage and have COVID hit and that all of that, like to be in that and have that happen and then re realize that like, Oh, I am still kind of afraid of like what this means and what this looks like. Um, and to have to like continue to walk through that because like, you don't, I'm going to say a very Catholic thing, but like, you don't just get unmarried when it's hard, right? Like you um, don't, run away when it's hard now like there are extenuating circumstances and whatever all of that things you could say but um like to push through that because that's the door right like mm-hmm. our marriage is the door to heaven so like pushing through that difficulty was like was and is and has been like continuing to tell that fear that like actually no like Jesus brought us together. Like Jesus is King. Like mm-hmm. you, you can't have this area um, fear. Like you can't win um, because Jesus is King here and everywhere. You know. Um, Amen, so. sister. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, kind of. I feel like kind of going along with what you said because, like, you saying that you were at some point you know discerning the religious life like i think a lot of people would like kind of laugh because they would ask me they'd be like oh you know are you dating and i'd just be like no i'm not dating and they're like oh well, are you are you discerning the religious life and i'm like no and they're like oh and i'm like are you gonna are you gonna be single and i'm just like no nah, i don't know probably not like it's it's gonna sound weird but like sometimes you are able to just kind of know Mm. and like it sound I feel like a lot of the times when I would say it it sounded like the stereotypical like beginning of the oh this person's gonna end up in the religious life in some capacity type like Mm. denial Mm -hmm. but like I would have to like tell people I'm just like no like legitimately I don't feel called to this I have never Mm. felt called to this and like You know, yes, being being in the religious life would allow me to still touch the lives of people and help people, but it's not in the way that I feel called 
to help those people. Like I can still provide this help and this aid in another way. And I'm also just like, I, I have always just kind of had a very clear feeling that I'm just like, religious life is not the path that God has laid out for me. Yeah. Like it's a beautiful path, but it's not my path to walk. And you know, the people that, that are blessed to walk that path, like I have the utmost respect for them because like marriage, it's a hard path to walk too. Mm -hmm. you know, because like you have to find the right fit in terms of like a convent. Cause like I had a cousin who started at one convent and ended up discerning out of it because Mm -hmm. it wasn't where she felt God was calling her to be. Right. And I'm just kind of like, yeah. Realistically, those, those, that year of, um, formation, I can't think of what it's called off the top of my head for some reason. Um, but it is like, um, a year of intentionally dating, right? It's not like, not like a engagement. Like, it's not like you're engaged to be married. Like you are essentially dating that order and that, and, and sometimes even that specific convent, it can be that particular for certain people. And like, um, I think sometimes we like, don't posthumously thank you so much. Um, or novitiate. Um, yeah. Yeah. But they, they, um, I think it's really more of the novitiate. The posthumously is, is kind of the next step after that, but, um, but that I think people like who don't know enough, but see like a woman who's not like actively dating, they yeah. like do assume like that. And yeah. it's like kind of an honor that they assume that of you because that says something about your. Yeah. Um, I'm like, wow, thank like, you. Like that's, that's and, really sweet that you assume that. <laughs> and like, respectfully, no. It, right. <laughs> uh, but also, yeah, no, like don't, don't vocation shame me. <laughs> that's what yeah, we called it. I'm like, you years. know, I, yeah. that's funny you say that. Cause like, I've heard that exact phrasing before, which I mean, makes sense. Cause yeah, life team. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, you know, just because I'm not dating does not mean that I'm automatically discerning into the religious life. I'm just like, you know, some people just take a little bit longer to find the person that God has put in their path. And that's that's really evidenced by one of one of my dear family friends who just got engaged this year and she's thirty she's in her early thirties, I wanna say. She's like thirty-three, I think. And like for the longest time I remember because like I I did the stereotypical like teenage girl, like young adult thing where I would like occasionally cry to my mom when I was like experiencing the deep hormones. And just being mm-hmm. like, you know, when am when am I going to find somebody? Because everybody else is finding somebody. Like, my friends are all in, like, super committed relationships. Like, they're getting married. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, it's still struggling. Like, it's still a struggle. Because, like, I see girls that I was, like, five, six years older than getting married now. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. Like, on one hand what am I doing with my life? And on the other hand, wow, am I really that old? No, I'm not old, (laughs) but it's just like wild. Um, and it's like, you know, I, and, and it's kind of helped to see like how her path has kind of turned out in terms of like, you know, 
she did find the one for her. Right, absolutely. And, and, and that's reassuring. You know, I'm yeah. I'm still just kind of like, wow, Lord, I, I really hope it doesn't take that long. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I understand if it does. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not knocking your will, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> but also like but also take- <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, please also like don't let me be single until like thirty-three, because like you know, and like I, I make jokes about my being single sometimes, and Dave knows this. Right. You know this. <laughs> like we all saw that exchange. Um, <laughs> and it's it's just it's really funny sometimes because like I just I just have to explain to people often. I'm just like, this is gonna sound weird, but like I I just have like this gut feeling almost where like maybe it's not a gut feeling maybe it's just like a god feeling if you could call it that where it's just like i know that i'm not called to the religious life and i'm like pretty certain that the path that i'm on in life will likely have me being married at some point right like that is and just think- a thing that i feel like is is what god has in mind for me Right. Well, until, until God, you know, if he were to ever give you a clear sign, I don't like using the word sign, but like a clear, but like, you um, know, like clear to clearly tell you that that's not it. Like you've got to go with what you got, you know? Yeah. I'm like, I feel like I would know at this point, like I would like to think I would know at this point. Right. But you know, and I, I think you probably would too, especially if you have like, um, an active prayer life and if you're like tuning into what the holy spirit has for you and like you are trying to follow god's plan in in your decision making processes and stuff like you would know right like um, and and also like comparison is like it's just like a favorite statement it's like comparison Mm -hmm. is the thief right it just steals (laughs) and it thinks and it plunders and it like Comparison is a little freaking pasky pirate, okay? Yep. <laughs> um, but it, like it, it's so easy um, mm-hmm. in a it's, culture. It's so, so easy to do that, right? Um, but but to know and to be able to have the the confidence, or at least even be able to remind yourself that you are where you're supposed to be in your process. And, mm-hmm. and also like um, something that's, that was always really comforting to me, even in the midst of like being afraid of what God had for that was that like, I was always, it was always talked about in my family that like, you don't have like a soulmate, right? Like yeah. God does have a plan for who you're going to be with. Um, and like who, who, like, because he's outside of time, right? Like, he knows mm-hmm. what that's going to He knows. But also, <laughs> but also, like, we have free will, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you do have choice in the matter. And, like, do I think some, some people choose, like, a harder path than, like, maybe a person that could have been easier for them? Mm-hmm. Sure. Oh, but, yeah. like, you know great then their their path to heaven's just a little bit rockier you know yep. like there are yeah I, I agree with what 
Angus said, like there are the ones. Like there are there are definitely mm-hmm. people who aren't the ones, right? Like who couldn't get you to heaven or like are would lead you further away from heaven for whatever those circumstances are. Mm-hmm. But there definitely are like other people who can get you there, right? Yep. Uh, which is cool. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it is to like be able to know and believe that. Um that like if my quote unquote soulmate died, like I it, I will still like find happiness and like there are other people, you know, um, yeah. to know that like like because people I, I just think that that strikes so much fear into people. Um or I've seen even like literally I, I had a middle schooler who like brought that up to me one day and I was like, girl, like that is like some major like deep-seated like fear and like tra- yeah. almost trauma like I'm so sorry that you're afraid of that like yeah and then I, I tell them about like that like we, we have the opportunity to to make a choice and like that marriage is about a commitment and the choices every day it's not about like finding the one person that makes your heart flutter and like spending your life with them. That's silly, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even know. Like, yeah, I just, I think it's really funny sometimes though. Just like the fact that like people will be like, ah, oh, you must be discerning. And I'm just like, I mean, I'm just like, vibing right now doing doing what i'm pretty sure the lord wants me to do i'm like you know like i and and i think part of me used to just be like you know if 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 it happens it happens like you know if it's if it's meant to happen it's meant to happen but i think like one of the one of the best things that i've kind of come to realize as i've gotten older is like you know if the Lord wants them to happen, like he's, he's going to give you the means to make it happen. Like, you mm-hmm. know, he's not just going to like, I feel like, you know, at least like in how things have turned out in my life, you know, he's going to give you the means. He's not just going to make it happen because like, you know, where are the hardships if he's just going to, like do these things for you like I do believe that like there are things that we do need to work towards and like he'll give us the means to accomplish his plans right because like you know like the grad assistant ship didn't just fall into my lap like the lord didn't just place it there like I had to put in the work to get that oh yeah you know so I'm just like yeah, like, you know, I think I've kind of transitioned from this whole thing of like, you know, oh, if I if I find if I find the guy that I feel like is is the guy that I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life with, then I find him. Like, mm. cool, like the Lord put him there. But then I'm also just like actually <laughs> I feel like given how my life has gone at this point, I'm just like no, I think I think he's gonna make me work for it a little bit. <laughs> right, absolutely. Which you know what I'm fine with. Yeah, like well, that's you know just what it is. It's <laughs> like I feel like one of the coolest things that a priest has ever said to me is like, 
discerning to two things. I'm going to take something you said. And I just thought it was like, so just like clutch, but also just feels like this channel. So I would just have to say, um, (laughs) but one thing that a priest told me once in um, spiritual direction was discerning is doing the thing that's in front of you. Like Mm -hmm. to discern is to, is to be present where you are and to be doing that thing and to be doing that thing. If that thing is God's will, be doing the thing that's God's will. Well, so like, Then taking that, you said you're just vibing. And I was like, dude, <laughs> vibing in God's will is discernment. Like that was like the thing that I was like, that is like this channel. Like <laughs> vibing in God's will is discernment. <laughs> yep. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like Angus said, he gives you, he gives you the hammer, points at the nail and lets you take the swing. That is right. a very accurate like analogy for that do you like, sometimes <laughs> you're talking and like hate life for absolutely yeah. <laughs> right, like that's okay <laughs> i mean you know yeah like yeah i don't know because like you know i and i do some really funny things every now and then where i'm just like you know i'm vibing but also it would be fun to just like make fun of my inability to flirt and see what happens <laughs> when I do this. <laughs> and like, then it turns into a whole scheme. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I still laugh about that because I'm just like, dang, <laughs> this was a thing that happened. <laughs> Um, I love it. Your inability to flirt, but it's so good. It's it's true though. Like I can't I can't do it intentionally. Is is what I've learned. Like if I do it subconsciously, then it's it's fine. But inevitably, I realize what I'm doing, and then I just go oh, and I get awkward again. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's that's why I just like because I think I was I was talking with Zach. And I was just like, you know, I, cause like every now and then I'm just like, yes, I'm vibing, but I also just kind of like get this feeling that I'm just like, maybe I should vibe by like attempting to like make this possible. Just Mm -hmm. like, you know, cause I'm like, I don't do it often. And I think I was having a conversation with Zach and I was just like, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like I'm vibing. It's great. And I love like where I'm at, but I'm also just kind of like, I'm at a point where I'm just like, it would be really nice to like have somebody to share life with. Yeah. Like, you know, because, like, I, I feel like I am kind of getting to that point in my life where I'm just, like, I kind of realize, like, what, like, I, I can't say I kind of realize what God's plans for me are because I feel like they'll always be kind of changing depending on, like, where I am, um, which is such a beautiful thing in and of itself. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm also just kind of, like, Sometimes I just kind of like get this vibe that I'm just like, maybe I should do this to see what happens. And if something comes of it, then like, 
great. If nothing comes of it, then it's okay. I tried. Because, <laughs> well, like, trying is what's important. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, and, you know, I, I think that that goes along with, like, what we're talking about, like, vibing into God's will and, like, discernment. Discernment is, like, an active thing. Like, discernment happens when you're doing this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, you're doing the thing. <laughs> you're doing the things, you know? Like, if you don't do the things, then, like, the discernment can't happen. And, like, Mm -hmm. the things, you know, so it's okay to, like, you know, for the lack of better terms, like, put yourself out there. Or, like, to, like, (laughs) invest in a a friendship that you, like, have an attraction to. Like, that's okay. Like, to and to be, like, open to what the Lord has, but also being open to what the Lord has also means that, Sometimes you get a little sad or like sometimes you're disappointed in, in yep. the Lord's answer and that sucks, but it's also like you just keep swimming, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and, and kind of like along that same note, I want to stress that like when it comes to vibing in God's will, everyone, the way that you vibe in God's will is going to be different. Because, like, Mm. how I vibe is not necessarily going to be how you vibe. Yep. Yes. Yes. You know, because, like, I I vibe in God's will by just kind of, like, chilling, you know, praying, doing doing the thing. Like, Mm -hmm. that is how I do it. And then every now and then, like I said, I decided to just be like, hmm, what would happen if I make fun of my inability to flirt to get this conversation started? Because... As I as I've like explained to people before, like I like get terrified at the thought of being set up, and yet somehow I feel like that's how I'm gonna end up finding the person that like I'm meant to be with. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really kind of funny. It's like one of the one things I'm like most terrified about that I'm just like. Yeah, somehow I get a sense that like this is <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> um <laughs> yeah, no, we're all vibing on different waves in God's ocean. That is that is how it's going. Yeah. Um, I feel like that was too good to be able to finish your statement. And yeah. like I read it and I, I like wanted to laugh out loud, but I didn't want to interrupt you because you were like no, you're good. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty clutch. (laughs) We're just on different waves. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or are we vibing on different like sound waves in God's Like, is that the vibing? Like, I feel like symphony would probably be more accurate, you know, cause like the whole like fires of angels and all that. (laughs) Oh, that's good. It's fitting. (laughs) Oh. Like, I, I don't know. But yeah, I just I just kind of wanted to stress that like really quickly before we start wrapping up. Just like, you know, everyone is going to have their different ways of vibing with God's will and discerning. Mm-hmm. And the timing obviously is going to be another big thing that's that's different. And like that is a daily reminder for myself. And like. I'm turning 24 this year. It's not the end of the world if I don't like meet my future spouse in the next year. Yeah. Like I'm going to be okay. 
like I just got to keep vibing with the Lord. That's what matters most. And like, he's, he's going to give me the means to seize the opportunities that, that are put in my path. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. I love that. (laughs) And also iron bigot. I, I keep forgetting. I think that's Angus. It is. um, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get better at it. You're good. Um, It takes time. Yeah. The gamer tags really throw everything for a loop. Uh, but literally I, I cried when I read that part of the Cimmerillion. Um, and I go back and I reread it in prayer sometimes because it's like, it hit me that deeply. Um, it's so good. So good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> vibing with the Lord is a YouTube subtitle. Yes. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. It it needs to be. I feel like that needs to be a channel T-shirt too, Dave. Like, I really want that to happen. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I just want a T-shirt that just says like "vibing with the Lord" in like a really like wavy font. Oh, <laughs> like maybe some I, waves. I don't know. <laughs> I'm all designing it. I, <gasps> I yes, I can see it right now. Heck yes! <laughs> this is the thing that needs to happen. Yes. <laughs> um, but anyway um i think to go ahead and kind of start wrapping up um we're gonna show off the meme of the week really quickly before we do some finishing announcements whitney i gave you four options to choose from you did and if i remember right you said option number four was your favorite that is correct that is Um, correct let me see if I can get my mouse to work. It is. <laughs> I, I saw this and I was like, I'm not a parent, but I've babysat enough kids and I've seen how my brothers and their wives are when their kids go to bed. And I'm just like, I felt this. Like this meme, is, I, it just, yeah. Literally. <laughs> Like sometimes I snack so hard when we put Felicity down for bed that David <laughs> literally has he like has a specific face for like mm-hmm. okay like are you okay or like <laughs> um I don't know am I it's <laughs> a home babe when I come home <laughs> it literally like. I'm not, I'm not kidding when I say like, we, we have, we really don't snack much during the day, but we literally have a snack, a snack stash mm-hmm. for post Felicity going to bed. Because sometimes you just need a snack post bedtime yeah. routine. Yeah, honestly. Like, and bedtime routines you, are stressful sometimes. <laughs> I was really just going to say that. One, <laughs> one day when you all understand the stress of bedtime routine, which actually it, once you get in a routine, it's fine. But mm-hmm. like to get there, it's like the, <laughs> it's a rocky like, road. <laughs> yeah, it was the rocky. Road. Uh, ice cream is named after it. It's so rocky, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's a whole thing. <laughs> but yes, <I laughs> yes, the period of post Felicity sunsetting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
And yes, Angus, everyone does need a snack stash. It is yeah. one of the most important things. I cannot stress it enough. For sure. Do I also have a snack stash at work? At work, of course. Absolutely. Snack stash at work. Um, God bless you because you're doing life the hard way. Uh, try to get a snack stash at work mm-hmm. or car or something near your work because Just you need accessible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. what matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> chat, this is the meme of the week. It's honestly, I think this is my favorite of the four also, just because like, again, if you know, you know, and if you don't yeah. know yet, bless you. Maybe you'll eventually know because mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. The, the post bedtime routine snacking is is real concealed carry snack stash because i literally i'm the teacher who wears a um fanny pack mm-hmm. like on my waist and i carry the important things in there the important things are my phone snacks candy to give to the kids and my mouse for, yep. for, like i like literally if I don't have my own snacks in there, it's like a bad day. So mm-hmm. it can still carry <laughs> Oh my gosh. Again, this is one of the reasons why we are already best friends, Whitney. Like, yeah. Uh, let's see. I'm going to switch back to the TMI screen really quickly because we're going to do some ending announcements because happening next week a very special thing that i'm excited about i'm going to be on vacation um because it is my grandfather's 90th birthday party he doesn't know it's happening so we're gonna surprise him that's so fun it's gonna be really really great we're all gonna we're gonna party and have a great time but don't worry guys because Whitney is going to be taking care of you guys on Friday night of next week. Get she's, she's taking over my stream night next week. Um, oh, hype, y'all. So you guys better behave and you better come and hang out with her and support her because she's my homie. <laughs> she's my best friend. And Your she gets friend. me. She gets me. <laughs> um, yeah. So remember this chat, not only have I provided you with the wanted, the long awaited Whitney content, I'm giving you more by going on vacation so Whitney can stream. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Details, like full details will be posted during the week, probably. Um, Yeah. We're going to coordinate that a little bit just to make sure on the timing and everything. But yeah, Whitney is going to be streaming next Friday. Technically this coming Friday because it's already Friday. Um, I want to say it's the 2nd <laughs> of September. That sounds um, right. Yes. Yes. yes that's yeah. correct. Whitney's mm-hmm. going to be taking over on the 2nd of September. And then, because I've also been requested to hype this up appropriately, um, the following weekend, 
we have a TMI scheduled with my lovely friend, a good homie from the Shenanigans Raid Group, Mattress Dog, is going to be coming on the stream for TMI, and it's going to be extra special because we're going to be talking about RCIA. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm really, really excited about that. That is a new development. Um, We're going to be hyping that up for the next, like, two weeks as well as hyping up Whitney's stream on Friday. Um, Oh, that's awesome. So yeah, you guys better react with a ton of fire emojis because I told him I would hype it up accordingly and he has high expectations. So if you don't react with the fire emojis, like what What are are you you doing? doing? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We just become best friends. Whitney, we've been best friends. (laughs) This is our best friends arc. (laughs) It's the arc that never ends. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. See, I told you guys, she just gets me. <laughs> way, way better than the song that ever Much less mm-hmm. annoying. Yep. Um, to answer your question really quickly, Angus, RCIA is basically the program that um, people go through when they are in the process of becoming Catholic. Um, it's basically like a formation class, essentially, um, that they go through in order to learn all about the church and all of like the requirements of like becoming catholic it's basically like catechesis like dave said um it is catechesis and formation for those who are entering the church Um, absolutely i think i'm pretty sure i somebody might need to look this up to double check but i'm pretty sure it stands for the right of catechesis and initiation for adults um, yeah, I want to say that sounds right. But I'm I'm not positive that just sounds right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I will I will get the actual um like the details of RCIA so I can um again adequately and appropriately hype up this TMI um because RCIA is a really big deal and I feel like it's not often it's not discussed as often as it should be. Um I think it's really, I think it's a really important thing that kind of should be discussed so that people can be aware that this is a process and yeah. it like is like a resource essentially. Yeah. Um, because like you can, to my knowledge, I want to say you can go to RCIA without becoming Catholic at the end. It's highly encouraged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's usually expected. Um, but right. like it's it's a resource for you to learn like about the church. Like it's literally just like catechesis so that you can become Catholic at the end of it, should that be your desire. Um like, you know, I've I've always heard it like advertised as basically just like, you know, it's not just a program for people who are actually like seeking to become Catholic. It's for people who just want to know about the church as well. And then if they become Catholic at the end, that's a bonus. Right. Absolutely. Sorry. I didn't mean to, to interrupt you, but no, you're um, good. I think, <laughs> think it depends kind of at what parish you're at. So like mm-hmm. some parishes do a really good job of making it more about like, catechesis and exploring the faith 
and yeah. less about like just trying to get to the sacraments. Mm-hmm. Um, at churches that are just trying to get people to the sacrament, um, obviously the sacraments are very, very, very important. But when you're doing that, then like Gabby was saying, then you're kind of locked in and it also keeps people from coming in to learn more. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, ideally, just like Gabby said, that's that's what you would want it to be, um, which is pretty cool. You know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, so get hyped for that, guys, because it's a really big deal. <laughs> um, and it's going to be really, really fun. Um, and yeah, I, um, I think that is pretty much it in terms of my announcements. Um, per usual, we're going to be back with Jack on Monday night for some Pokemon. Whoop. And then Dave on Wednesday. I don't know what we're playing this week. Um, I I personally hope it's Overwatch. I low-key kind of miss Overwatch and the Overwatch squad. Um, mm. It's been a long time since we've gotten to play together. And I miss my homies and their chaotic tendencies when playing video <laughs> games. Um. But yeah, Jack will be Monday night at 8 CST like normal. Dave will be 9 CST on Wednesday like normal for him. And then on Friday, you guys get Whitney. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, if you guys aren't hype enough, you got to step it up. Because you should be really hype. Um. That's right. I didn't forget. I did also mention that earlier, Angus, um, but I'll mention it again. Um, Don't forget, guys, we are doing a very, very special Saturday stream. Dave is going to be streaming our (laughs) chaotic, (laughs) mismatched group um, going through King's Fall on day two (laughs) of it being available. Um, mm. <laughs> that's going to be nine CST. It's going to be a fun time. It's actually going to be Angus's first raid, like first, like official yeah. raid, um, awesome. with an actual squad, like that intends to clear it. So, yeah. Yeah. Also, I think it needs to officially be called the Satter raid. That's too good. Oh, that is good. <laughs> Dave, take notes. <laughs> That's your title for tomorrow. It's the Saturn raid. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's tomorrow at 9 CST. Come hang out with us and the homies. We're going to hopefully clear that raid, get some loot. We're going to have a good time. And uh, yeah, I think uh, I think that's it for me. Whitney, do you have any anything you would like to say to chat before we say farewell? Uh, thanks for listening tonight, guys. It's been fun. We talked about some deep stuff and, um, I love getting to spend time with you guys and get to know you better. Um, hopefully I'll be popping in the chat more often. Um, I'm not going to promise anything, but (laughs) I promise I will try. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I love you guys and Gabby, take us away. You know, you know, the the thing I know the drill. Remember homies. The Lord do be working. So have a good night, guys. Tune in tomorrow and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Bye.